Welcome to another edition of the Encouragement 511 Podcast. My name is Al Argo. I am your weekly host on this brand new podcast. This is a uh, Fairly new. We're coming to the uh, the teens in this episode, but our only goal is simply to encourage you, whether you are an author, an artist, a business, or a ministry leader, an, an athlete, a teacher, whoever you are, and wherever you are in the world, our only goal is to encourage you and to build you up and to help you to encourage others. Again, my name is Al Argo, and it is my joy, my great privilege to be joined today by my friend. I've actually just had the privilege of speaking with him and and his group in Southern Georgia. Help me welcome Pastor Paul Glass. And Paul pastors Connection Point Church in Reedsville, Georgia. Pastor, welcome to the Encouragement 511 podcast. Thank you. And hello. And hello to you. I hope that you are having a great day. How are you today? Doing good. It's um, still fairly early morning here. So I've just been doing my you know morning study time and such, but I'm doing good. You know, you and I connected about three hours ago. So we both yes. are early risers yes. to be fully transparent. And you're right, it's still early. And we had set this up, uh, you know, a couple of days ago when I spoke for you. Had a great time at the church. Thank you for having me. We enjoyed having you. Our people seem to really connect with you. It was an awesome day. Well, and your Connection Point Church. I know you connect with everyone, (laughs) met a lot of neat people, and have spoken at the church before years and years ago. And again, I speak for churches, and then sometimes I'm invited to speak for companies, whether in America or or overseas. I speak for schools and universities, but really enjoyed my time at Connection Point Church. And so, again, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the worship. The worship was was amazing. And so introduce our listeners to Paul Glass. Tell us a little bit about your story, your background. You and I have a lot of neat friends that we've connected with through the years, mutual friends. Tell our listeners your story. Well, I've been in ministry since the mid-80s. I grew up in a Christian home. My mom is actually a minister in the Assembly of God Church. And about the time I was in junior high, we transitioned over to the International Pentecost Holiness Church. And I got saved really as a senior in high school. I grew up in the church, knew everything there was to know about God, but I didn't know God. So I got saved back in 1981, um, right after Noah came off the ark. But um, I felt the call, and I struggled with it for a couple of years, the call to ministry. I was actually in college seeking to become a science teacher, a high school science teacher, but I couldn't shake this nagging thought that there was something more that God had for me. And I finally gave in. I said, look, God, if you want me to be a minister, then you got to open up the door for me to go to Bible school. And so a few months later, I'm on the campus of Emmanuel College and finished my degree there. And just I've served God in five or six different states, um, as far away as Hawaii and Seattle, Washington. And I'm back here in Southeast Georgia, just excited about what God is doing. And so how was your time over? And what island were you on when you lived over in Hawaii? I was on Oahu, um, living in um, Kailua there on the island of Oahu, and we had a school there, and our main church campus was in Honolulu, so that's where I was at uh, most Sundays. And then you moved from there up to Washington or Oregon? Uh, Washington, yes. Um, General Seattle area. Seattle and Tacoma have almost merged together at this point. Right. Seattle, Kent, Federal Way, Tacoma. Our church was in Tacoma, and then we did a church plant in Federal Way. Yeah, I think there's a lot of rain out there. Uh, It only rains once a year. It starts raining in September and ends at the 4th of July. 
There you go. And again, that's uh, I, I've made a visit or two out in the area and north of the area, been to you know Seattle, then been up into Vancouver and different trips. And of course, California is a transition way for me to and from Asia, where I've invested uh, a couple decades. And so, and how long were you up in Washington? About six years. And uh, and then you transitioned from there back down to Georgia, or or did you go I'm to back another to state? My hometown, Pensacola. Yeah, that's nice. I, I love that Pensacola. I know you're from the Cantonment area. Got a lot yes. of great friends from that area. The paper mill. That's the paper yes. mill capital of the yes. uh, panhandle of Florida. Really got a lot of good friends and some uh, neat uh, encouragement. 511 podcast listeners from uh, from that area. And so then you've been back in Georgia and you're pastoring uh, this wonderful church down in almost you're almost still in Florida. How far is Reedsville from the Florida line? We're about two hours from Jacksonville, so maybe about an hour and a half to the Florida line. Uh, so not a bad place to live. I, you, you've got good weather. I like weather. I'm a, I'm a weather guy and a food guy and a people guy, and I love the Lord. Uh, <laughs> you and I are not perfect, but we both love the Lord and we love people. That's right. And you have a great speaking voice. I was just mesmerized Sunday as you were you know, just speaking to your congregation, I was like, he is awesome. He's just so, so not only transparent, uh, wow. but, but you're energetic and you are, uh, you've just got a great voice and a great, uh, just uh, a way of presenting yourself. So I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Tell happy our to listeners, be here. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for being here and, and making the, the time commitment to, to be here w- with our listeners. To tell our listeners a, a little bit more about your story. What, would you like to share some of the struggles and challenges that you're going through at, at this time? Would, would that be okay sure. to share? Sure. Um, I think like so many of us, 2020 hit us hard. Hmm. It was hard for everybody everywhere. It's hard for churches everywhere, hard for pastors everywhere. A lot of churches never recovered. A lot of pastors never recovered. Um, there was just a lot of things going on. Aside from even the pandemic that was going on, we each had our own struggles that we had to deal with. And it, we all walked through that a little bit differently. In my situation, we had had just some struggles within the church at that time. We had people that were kind of exiting out. And by the time the pandemic hit, I wasn't sure who was still with me and who wasn't. So um, there's a lot of questions going into that. We reopened um, after the everything shut down. After about six or eight weeks, and we're down from about 60 people to about 12 people. And, you know, we thought, well, people, you know, trickle in over the summer and we'll you know, slowly build back up. But it kind of dragged on and nobody's really coming back for a while. And and then the pandemic hit us at home pretty hard. I lost my right-hand guy, um, Willie Mann, who was our church treasurer and our lead um, board member. And really, just he and I ran the ministry, carried the burdens of it up until he passed in August of 2020. And at that same time, I was diagnosed with stage four cancer, which was unexpected. Um, just kind of symptoms came on me fairly suddenly. It took a while for the doctors to kind of um, figure out what was going on. I got tested for um, COVID a dozen times because I had similar symptoms. So kind of all of that was merging together in the midst of um, the chaos of that year. 
what month were you diagnosed with your stage four cancer? It was in August. In August, August of 2020. 2020. And now, of course, we're in 2022. And on Sunday, when I spoke for you, you were jumping on the stage. I mean, you literally were <laughs> leaping and jumping and, and your wife was looking at you like, what in the world are you? And then she I worry pub- her sometimes. <laughs> and then she publicly said, she said, you are a stage four cancer, uh, you know, diagnosis. Um, you, you are, uh, I don't even know the proper terminology. You are a stage four cancer survivor. I'm just going to call you a survivor. And because I believe, and we're going to declare, and all our listeners are going to declare that God's going to heal you uh, in the name of Jesus. At the time I was diagnosed, I was told that the average life expectancy for somebody at at my level was 10 months to two years. And um, really I'm at beyond the two year point where I started having symptoms. Mm -hmm. So I've already beaten the odds, so to speak. Um, the, The cancer itself has been incurable by doctors up until a new medication is just approved by the FDA back in March that yeah. I'm still waiting on right now. But um, yeah. God so. just God has given me the ability. I've got cancer throughout my bones because it's it metastasized from the prostate to my skeletal system, right. which is why my wife was worried on Sunday me jumping around because I've right. got big lesions on my leg bones. And right. you know, she had visions of me breaking a leg, jumping up there. But right. Well, every week here on the Encouragement 501 podcast, we we not only have a special guest, so thank you for being our special guest this week, but we also have an encouraging word of the week. And so there's one word, and the word this week is simply the word persistent. And so the word persistent simply means the obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty our opposition. And, and for me, that describes you. So well, yes. would you like to talk to our listeners about this whole word uh, about how you've been persistent, not only since your stage four cancer diagnosis, but even in prior uh, stages of your life. Talk to our listeners about the importance of persistence. It's interesting because at the beginning of the year 2020, and I, I do this every year, ask God to give me a word that's kind of a guide for me for the upcoming year, carry me through the coming months. And the word he gave me was stay the course. Mm. And I had no idea what that was going to mean, um, what was about to happen in the world at large and in my world locally, but it was stay the course. Yeah, And that's what carried me through all those months and years. I, I shared it with my board over and over again as we were walking through this together. Mm-hmm. You know, stay the course. Let's do the things we know we need to do. Do the things God has called us to do. Don't worry about what's going on around us. Don't worry about what we can see. Don't worry about whether we're seeing the results we want. Stay the course. That's a good word. A lot of people quit at the first hint of adversity. And so, you know, I've just released my uh, 10th book, depending on how you count it, 10, 11, depending on how you count it, it could be 15 if you count some of the books I've done with co-authors. But but, but my latest book is simply called Blessed Beyond Stress. And, and mm. the subtitle is How to Overcome Adversity, How to Manage Stress, and How to Live a Life of Resilience. And, and so we all got to have this mindset yeah. that we're going to be persistent, no, no matter what comes against us. And, and it, you know, again, everybody's got something. Some, for some people, I met a, I yes. met a person well, just last night, uh, uh, you know, I left your church, uh, left uh, the restaurant on Sunday and drove, I drove about four or five hours, met my brother and it was actually his birthday. I had a great time with, uh, with my older brother. And then last night I, I met another group of people. I'm always, you know, meeting and I'm very shy, you know, and I'm just kidding, but, 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 but met a, a, a young man last night who uh, was diagnosed with uh, MS, multiple wow. uh, 
atherosclerosis. And I've had some other friends who've, who've dealt with that, but everybody's got something, whether it's vision issues yes. or hearing issues or MS or cancer or divorce or yes. uh, the, the even, you know, my friend last night with, uh, with MS who I just met, just met him last night, but, but he, and I, I won't reveal his name, but he said, you know, my, my stepson was, was murdered a couple years oh, wow. ago. And I've got, wow, you know, what adversity, but through it all, we've got yes. to stay the course. Yes. I like that. That's a good word. Good message for any business leader, for any ministry leader, for any mom or dad or, or young student. Um, I was reading an article yesterday also, just the headlines. A lot of times I don't read the whole article, full transparency. I just read the headline. But the headline in America just yesterday was the rate of children's suicide in America yes. is increasing. Yes. How can we change that? How can we, we impact that? I think we have to understand that we're called to reach all generations mm. and that we need to begin to invest into the lives of young people. And that may mean um, putting aside, sometimes we feel like we have to put on a certain face that we have to, um, we, we can't be real in front of people. We can't let people see our weaknesses and our struggles. That's what the younger generation needs to see. They need to see us walking through our struggle. They need to see how we're handling it. They need to see that sometimes we feel weak. And sometimes we don't have the answers. And by being real and genuine with them, we build bridges and we're able to speak into their lives and speak encouraging words into their lives. And even though we don't have all the answers, we know a place that we can go to help yes. us find the answers. Yes. And tell our listeners where that place would be, Pastor. That'd be the word of God. And let me just say that, um, you know, Jesus ultimately is the word of God. Um, the Apostle Paul said that we should fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And when we are struggling, we are going through hard times. That's going to be our focus. And, uh, and so we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. We've got to keep our eyes and keep our eyes in the word of God. And that yes. doesn't mean our life's perfect. I mean, surely. No. Uh, but no one is, whether you love the Lord or whether you love money or whether you love uh, fishing, whatever you love, yes. your life's not going to be perfect. So you're going to have up days and down days. Uh, whether yes. you live in India, Indonesia, or Indiana, you're going to have up days yes. and down days. So we've always got to stay the course. But we've yes. also got to think about the end game. And Absolutely. So, so, hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with enjoying life. And in fact, uh, I, I love this verse and I've quoted it several times here on the podcast, uh, but John 10, 10, where uh, the Bible says, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. Yes. But that doesn't mean you're not going to have days that you struggle. Well, and, what I tell our people is you can't trust your feelings because your feelings lie. Mm, mm. So we, we have to live by faith and live by the things we can't see, we can't feel, and bring our feelings under subjection to that. And say that one more time so our listeners can get it. One more right. time. Your feelings lie to you. Right. So you live by faith and not and, by sight. That's right. And I was also in a, a, a men's small group. I'm, I'm attending a lot of small groups recently, just plugging in, just mm -hmm. connecting. And so I was in a, a men's small group uh, just last Wednesday and, and the leader was saying, uh, he's like, on the other side of obedience is mm -hmm. always a blessing. I thought, oh, that's so good. Yes. And so, so we've got to make sure that our actions to the best of our ability are lining up to the word of God. And, yes. uh, and so, and that doesn't mean we're legalistic. 
That just means you have a relationship with the creator of the world. Yes. And so there are, there are, again, authors, business leaders, uh, creators. Uh, you know, my, my, my own son soon will be uh, in L.A. at a film festival. And so whether you're in L.A. or New York, got some friends uh, hopefully coming on from New York uh, onto the podcast soon. So whether you're in L.A. or New York, whether you're creative or whether you're a truck driver, and we've got truck drivers listening. We've got all, a lot of different uh, people listening to, to the podcast wherever you are today. Stay the course. And wherever yes. you are in your relationship with God. Take it a step further. What's your next step? And it might be just simply to asking him to help you today to stay the course. That's a good prayer. Yes. And uh, every week here, Pastor, we not only have an encouraging uh, word of the week, but we also have an encouraging quote of the week. And and so I want to just share this encouraging quote of the week. Uh, It's from Calvin Coolidge, who said, nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The the slogan press on has solved and always will solve the, the problems of the human race. Calvin Coolidge. Yes. And if I can add a quote to that, it's very short. It's been attributed to Winston Churchill. Some people say, well, we're not sure if he actually said it. It doesn't matter. But it's this. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Come on. That's awesome. Say it one more time. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the determination to continue that counts. Mm, that's good. So we've got to stay the course. That's right. We've got to press in, press on, and press through. Again, whether it's marriage, yes. or whether it's finances, or whether it's land, or whether it's uh, a business deal, or whether it's uh, whatever we're doing. Again, it needs to line up to the Word of God, right? Yes. And so that's the ultimate authority. And again, we're not perfect. No one's perfect. You know, yes. and, and our children make mistakes. We make mistakes. Our in-laws and outlaws make mistakes. And sometimes people don't yes. even realize what they're doing. And so, but we need to be persistent to our calling, to our families, to, yes. uh, to our friends, to our community. And, and you know, uh, you know, Al, God knew what he was getting into when he called us. He knew right. about our weaknesses. He, he knew what our shortcomings would be, that's but right. he called us anyway. He called us and he loves us. And he loves us even in our shortcomings, even in our faults, even in our failures. And, and he, you know, for you, he, he knew about the diagnosis of stage four cancer. Yeah, he was blindsided. May have surprised you and, uh, and your family, but did not surprise him. And so we're just praying that his hand will continue to be on you Amen. and that this medicine that's uh, been uh, uh, approved and that's overseas now will will quickly get here uh, for you so that you can have life extension. And and, uh, any other comments or or encouragement for our listeners, Pastor Paul? I would just say this. It's a, the scripture says, appointed unto man once to die, and after that, the judgment. And cancer is not going to get me to that appointment one moment sooner. So it, my my life and my times are in God's hands. 
not in the hands of cancer or anything else out in this world. And so, but hey, I would encourage you, and, and I did this on Sunday, so I want to say mm-hmm. this publicly because I forgot to tell you something. And so I told you, I said, all men should be eating passion fruit and fresh passion fruit pulp. So in Asia, I get that passion fruit off the tree or from the farmer's market, and I cut it in half. I put in a cup of water and I drink it. I do it every day if it's in season. By the yes. way, I did it last night. Uh, here in America because I'm buying it off of a place called Amazon. In fact, I will put a link on my website to the passion fruit that I actually yeah. get. I, you know, I get it. It's from overseas, but they freeze it. So they do what I do. They take it off the tree and they put it in a bag, like a nice, you know, yes. uh, food quality bag and they seal it up. And, uh, and it's the equivalent of two passion fruits in each bag. And so every couple of days in America, I do you know, I do it every couple of days in Asia. I do it every day if it's in season. Yes. And uh, so it's very good for a man's prostate. I'm just being fully, you know, just encouraging yeah. all men. Listen, listen, men and women who love your men, get them to eat passion fruit, not a not a junk drink at a fast food restaurant, but the real food, the real seed. The seed is what cleans a man's prostate. Yes. But I forgot to tell you about the benefits of turmeric. And so please consider, if you're not already, uh, to go and get some turmeric. Again, you can get it off Amazon as well. You can get it at, at your local pharmacy. It's also a spice. We eat it a lot in Asia and India. But I want to tell you the benefits of turmeric, Pastor. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so turmeric is the most potent pain reliever in the world uh, that, yes. that that's not prescribed by doctors with no side effects. So it's a potent pain reliever. Number two, it's got it's uh, it, it relieves inflammation in our body. Yes. And, you know, a lot of doctors say inflammation is the root of all disease and sickness. And uh, and so so the turmeric also has uh, can't prevent and can help reverse some types yes. of cancer. And so and that, that's something that I was aware of. We I throw turmeric just about everything I cook. Um, another one that I don't know if you've heard of this, but allspice. That's used a lot in, in Jamaica. Jamaica is one of the few places that has little to no prostate cancer. Really? Yeah. Huh. So um, that's another one that's um, that's good for men, especially. Okay. Anything else that's good for men that, that we should be taking and, and looking at? Those are the ones that I know of. So passion fruit. Yes. Turmeric and allspice. Yes. I, and uh, and so, again, we've got to we've got to take care of our bodies, which uh, which yeah. the Bible says are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if, and if you're 45 or older, you should get tested at least once a year um, for your prostate. And they can do that test with blood work now. Yes. And so I, I did my test when I got back to America. I did my test and I guess he wants me to come every six months now. I'm like, really? You got to come. Twi- <laughs> Am I that age already? I've got to go twice a year. Come on now. Well, if, on. if they catch it early, this it's much more treatable. Mine kind of snuck up, up on me. And when they found that it was um, already metastatic, so yeah. it becomes very challenging at that point. Right. Well, we want our listeners to pray for you again, Pastor Paul Glass. Uh, yes. pastor of Connection Point Church in Reedsville, Georgia. Tell our listeners how they can connect with you and the church. Well, our church website is www.connectionpointga.org. And you can find out a lot about our church there. Uh, we're also on Facebook at Connection Point. I'm trying to think of maybe Connection Point Ministries on Facebook. I don't have to look at it anymore because I just, you know, pull it up automatically, but we are on Facebook, Connection Point in Reedsville, Georgia. Uh, if if you any, Google us, you can find us that way. If anyone is traveling into Vidalia, 
into Matters, into Reedsville. Stop by. Okay. Just stop by the church and had a wonderful experience Sunday. Uh, It's a long way for me. It's a long way, you know, but we've been, I've been going from uh, Virginia down to Florida, uh, all up and down the East Coast since I've been home and really uh, enjoyed my time in America. Always love it when I get to come home. And so I'm thankful uh, to to be with you and your congregation uh, this past Sunday. And of course, I'm going to get to see you some more this summer because I think there's a bowling tournament coming up that you and I are going (laughs) to participate in. So I'm all about bowling. I I think between you and I, we're going to hit at least 300 and uh, we're going to, we're going to do that uh, with the help of the good Lord and some, some good bowling. So any on your team who need to help brother. (laughs) Hey, listen, any other words of encouragement for our listeners today? Just don't give up. If you, especially if you're a pastor and you're wondering if you, if you need to quit or keep going, keep going, get it from God in writing before you make a change, Mm. keep going, be persistent, press through, because Mm. no matter what you're going through right now, it's going to pass and things are going to change. Mm. Keep doing the things you know to do. And that's something my mom told me just a couple of days ago. She said, don't make lifetime decisions based on temporary circumstances. Yes. Come on. That's good yes. right there. Yes. That's good. Yes. Wow, if I'm you're on. if you're discouraged, don't make a change. Right. Wait until you're encouraged to make a change. Yeah. And that's true not only for pastors, but business leaders, ministry leaders, authors, artists, athletes, moms, dad, whoever's listening, be encouraged today to stay the course. Yes. Ask the Lord to help you to finish well. Ask yes. the Lord for creativity. Well. There is a solution to every problem. And yes. in every obstacle, there's a great, great opportunity. So I, hey, I hope our listeners have enjoyed the encouraging word of the day. I hope they've enjoyed the encouraging quote of the day. I sure have. But we also leave our listeners with an encouraging verse of the day. And maybe there are some verses that's in your heart, Pastor. We've not talked about this, but you can be looking uh, if you'd like to. But I've got one. It's from Psalms chapter 86, verse 11. And in the book of Psalm 86, verse 11, the Bible says, teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. And and that is just a verse uh, to me that indicates that we should be persistent in all of our attitudes, all of our actions, all of our relationships, our resources, the, the goals that God's given us to grow in wisdom and stature. We need to be persistent even through the obstacles and in yes. every opportunity he gives us. Just be persistent. Well, what verse would you like to share? Second Peter 1.10, where it says, therefore, make your calling and election sure. Um, or as I think NIV says, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. You have to remind yourself that you're called. Remind yourself that God has a plan and a purpose for you and that there is nothing that you will encounter in this world that is greater than God's plans for your life. God's plan is amazing. Yes. And he's got a great plan for you, Pastor, and he's got a great plan for all of our listeners, no matter uh, whether they're teenagers, young adults, uh, middle age like you and I. Our, our senior saints, like some of our listeners as, as well. Let me let me pray for you, and I want to invite our listeners to pray for you uh, as well. We want to pray for your divine healing and for okay. God's hand to be on you and on all of our listeners. So, Father, we come to you on behalf yes, of Pastor Paul. 
we ask you to heal him. Yes. We ask you to encourage him. We ask you to encourage yes. all of our listeners, Father, today yes. on this podcast. We pray, Father, that you will heal Pastor Paul. Don't let this cancer, yes. what the doctors have said, could be, yes. uh, Lord, a, a diagnosis that we really don't even want to declare. We pray, God, that you will reverse it. We speak life and life more abundantly for him and for his family, for his future, all of his children from generation to generation. But may they know you and call you blessed. And Father, for all of our listeners, may you heal them, touch them, cause yes. your face to shine upon all of us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Pastor Paul, thank you for joining me and all of our listeners. And listeners, if you would like to connect with us, you can email us simply by going to your email browser and typing in podcast at encouragement511.com. You can also leave us a message on the website. You can just go to www.encouragement511.com. There you'll find my books. You'll find uh, a little bit about me and maybe read about the skydiving accident and just different things that I've experienced through the years. But today we've had the privilege of connecting with Pastor Paul Glass from Reedsville, Georgia, and we've also had the privilege of having all of our listeners from around the world join us. So again, listeners, please connect with us by emailing us at podcast at encouragement511.com. Till next week, be encouraged, make it a great week, Amen. and may the Lord bless you. Pastor Paul, uh, again, uh, any final words for our listeners? God bless you all. Thank you for your prayers. Press on. Make it a great day and stay the course. Finish well. God bless you all. Bye-bye.